you know why I think of Casino Kid sometimes? Because somehow I get recommended that video on YouTube. Yes. Like the the video of our podcast. Oh, the video of our podcast. Yes. Wow. Uh, it's always funny, like the number we've uploaded, because it was like five and then like a 50 episode gap and then like five and a 50 yeah. episode gap and like five. And now we're in the gap again. Yeah. It's a lot of work for very little payoff. Yeah. So... I've got to be feeling very ambitious to put the episodes on YouTube. And if there's anything you should know about me, not ambitious at all. Except about planning. Howdy, it's Wednesday, October 12th, 2022, and this is episode 185 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Sports. I don't know. There's lots of sports. It's, it's the best time of the year for that. It's like whatever whatever the opposite of the All-Star break is, is right now. It's nuts. Like, I just can't even keep up. Like, I kept thinking all week the Capitals opening night was tomorrow. It's tonight. It's right now. I'm missing it. There was like all this Champions League, there's baseball playoffs, there's NFL, there's college football. It's it's insane how much sports there is. There's too much to keep up with. Yeah. F1, but that's basically over. And it is literally over. Oh, it's done now. I mean, there's four more races, but the championship is over. Yes, yes, that's what I meant. So yeah, lots of sports. I don't know why I feel so obligated to keep up. Yeah, I don't keep up. That's my secret. Yeah. When I was younger, I was like, spent all of my time keeping up with sports, but... I've mellowed out a lot in my sports watching in my old age. I feel like for some reason I've like come back around in the last year or something. I don't know if it was the COVID depriving us of sports. Yeah, I don't know. You just can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of it. Yeah. So that's a very lame what's good. Hmm? <laughs> so in 1785, you apparently have done some investigation, finally, as our fans deserve. And have found out that Jeremiah Leeds had 10 kids when he moved to Absecon Island. He did. Which, thank you for, because I know I was asking last uh, show what the island is called. But Yeah, I mean, we were joking. Oh, yes, that too. And we were joking about he's, you know, hanging out on, on his own. Maybe he has a cat or a dog. No, he had 10 kids. There was no calmness for Jeremiah Leeds. I mean, it was also 1785, so they were probably, yeah. you know. In a one room. Oh, that too. But they were also probably, you know, working the land yeah dawn till dusk five years old get out there and milk those cows or something i don't know the cows that they had to walk across the <laughs> swim across the lake yes the, 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 the bay or whatever it was yeah. yeah so 1885 frailingers is established frailingers which you know for saltwater taffy and the story behind that direct from jamescandy.com who actually owns frailingers now and the logo is almost exactly the same joseph frailinger took over a taffy stand in 1884, so you'd think everything would say established in 1884, but he introduced his own recipe for saltwater taffy in 1885. And the reason that he's like the main dude in saltwater taffy is because, I will now quote jamescandy.com, his time as a fish merchant inspired him to package an assortment of taffy into one-pound oyster tins. This became Atlantic City's first souvenir. So all those boxes of taffy that you take home, assorted flavors, that is all thanks to Joseph Frelinger. <laughs> I need to get an oyster tin of saltwater taffy. Have you ever bought saltwater taffy in Atlantic City? No. 
Maybe I did once and I brought it to work. You have been known to buy a lot of steel fudge from Atlantic City, though. I've seen it. Or whatever you buy from Golden Nugget when you used to go every time to get chocolate or whatever. Yeah, that was chocolate. Steel's fudge, definitely. Big fan. But, so what I'm wondering now is, Frailingers and James, owned by the same company. Mm-hmm. Is the taffy exactly the same and just with different boxes? Or are there still two different recipes of taffy? I don't know. I feel like I have to go now buy two boxes and do the and compare. Research. Yeah. That sounds like a, a good thing for us to do when we go. Spoilers. Spoilers. So what about 1985? So we already talked about Trump Castle's opening in episode 85. We so we did. can't bring that back up. If you want to know about the Trump Castle, you'll have to listen back to our old episode. Yeah, where we also talk about the Amiga game. <laughs> Incredible. I haven't thought of the Amiga game in 100 episodes. Apparently there were three Trump Castle games. And also, if you go back and listen to that episode, you'll hear how excited we were for Serial Town. Well, how excited I was for Serial Town. Nope. Prince of Monaco Serial, though. <laughs> to open, yes, at Ocean. Yeah. If you can't buy a $30 bowl of cereal, what's the point? With gold flakes in it. Mm-hmm. I went and looked at episode 84, and if you... Remember episode 184, we talked about the Trump Plaza opening, the do for a win headquarters. We also talked about that yeah. in episode 84. Is it time to put this segment to bed or only do the 1700s? I could take inventory of what we've talked about. If I was uh-huh. really on top of it, I would make sure there's no overlap. So we haven't started talking about the 1800s yet, though, in, in these episodes, right? No. So I don't think we brought that in until later. Mm-hmm. I mean, although there's only 15 more 1800s <laughs> right. left to go, so... Well, I guess when we get into the 200s, it would be into the 1801 and whatever. I mean, we we should be good, though, until like 1850, because I don't think we've ever done anything before then. So yeah, you'll just have to get out the microfiche, go to the, the library. So speaking of the library, the other thing that we can talk about, because we didn't talk about it already, is that the Atlantic City Free Public Library's William K. Cheatham Building, also known as the Main Library, opened at Tennessee and Atlantic Avenues, 1 North Tennessee Avenue, in 1985. So there's a 1985 thing we haven't talked about. So that's where you'll go to look in the microfiche. To get what happened in 1803 or whatever? Yeah. Hmm. So that's the history. And I don't know, maybe there won't be many history episodes left. Uh, Wouldn't be sad to see it go. Let me tell you, the best (laughs) part of recording episodes is not watching Boardwalk Empire right now, so... But it's not like you have to do any research. No, I don't. For the do, I don't do any. I don't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't do anything at all for the show. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we talked about the water temperature record that was set in the ocean last episode or a couple episodes ago. The actual ocean, not the casino. The ocean. Yes. <laughs> the pool was so warm that day <laughs> at H two O nightclub. The, the health department shut it down. Yeah. Yes, but we we announced that it was eighty four point two degrees on August twenty fifth which would have been an all-time record. But it seems like there was a faulty sensor. Margate was 76 degrees, so it probably wasn't over 80 degrees warmer in Atlantic City than in Margate. So we can say there probably wasn't a record. And shout out to Alex A. in the Facebook group, who immediately responded as soon as we posted the episode, saying that the sensors are always wrong. It's not going to be a record. Yeah, so the records erased from the history books as Uh, though they committed some ncaa violations did you know that someone now holds the american league record for home runs oh my goodness yeah i don't even (laughs) want to talk about that i know people who are like adamant that they believe that that's the real record i know it's like that's that's 
Do you want to get into all the amphetamines that everyone was on in the 60s? Because I don't think those were legal then either. Uh, things were always better when everyone was a child. I don't know should, if you know that. Just do a bunch of speed. That's what I should do before hockey games. I should just do a bunch of speed. Here yeah, I am messing around. help with... you since it's like at one in the morning that yeah, you play. So. I'm messing around with these monster energy drinks. I should be taking speed. Anyways, that's my recommendation for the kids. How are you, how are you going to buy like a watermelon sugar-free monster energy if we were taking the train to Atlantic City? Get it in Philly. Oh, yeah. Get it in Philly. They probably have it at the train station. <laughs> that's probably the only thing they serve at the train station. <laughs> hey, there's a lounge there. We talked about this. Uh, so the other piece of news before we get into that is that just today it came out that there's a new music festival in Atlantic City coming in May. It has been sort of announced, although not really. The way it came out is because Blink-182, who I don't know if you've heard this, but they are reuniting. They're going on a world tour. Never knew they were broken up, but sure. Yeah. They put out a press release about their tour, and if you look at their website, they don't list Atlantic City, but in the press release, they say that they're playing this adjacent festival in Atlantic City with Paramore. And it doesn't say that anywhere else. It's just kind of dropped in this thing. So, like, Press of AC put up an article today talking about Blink-182 coming to Atlantic City, but, like, with no dates or anything. And I, was like, went to the website, and I was like, that's not true. It's just not listed there. But then I found the press release that talks about it. So, credit to Press of Atlantic City. Shockingly, they would be right, and I would be wrong. It will be on the beach May 27th and 28th. That's the Saturday and Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. And if you can pick a weekend to drive a whole bunch of people to Atlantic City who wouldn't normally go there, surely you pick the traditional opening of summer <laughs> season yeah. in Atlantic City. I uh, that is crazy. It seems terrible. Like a just an awful idea. But The rates are going to be insane for this thing. Like people who I had no idea would have cared about this are talking about this Blink-182 tour on Twitter. Like, it seems like it's just going to be massive. And so I have a feeling this festival is going to be a big deal. Paramore also has a huge following. Yeah, that's a weird combination of bands, right? Because Blink-182... No, not at all. Oh, really? No, they're totally in the same, like, sphere oh, no. of... Blink-182 was, like, bad music when I was in high school. Paramore is, like, okay music from more recent than that, right? Paramore was, like, after we were in college. That was after college. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, like... I feel like it was 10 years ago, but... But it's a pretty s straight line from, like, Blink-182 to Fallout Boy to Paramore, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> consider Paramore in the same the same category as those other two who are bad bands. So You don't like Fallout Boy? No. Let me tell you who likes Fallout Boy, though. Yeah, I'm a fan. Not not you, but our other friend, Dave, likes, likes Fallout Boy. Oh, really? I mean, at least he did when he was 21 or whatever. So the weird thing about Blink-182 is I liked them in high school but always thought they were very, like, immature and stupid. You're right. And then I never listened to them much at all from, you know, the end of high school until a year ago. And then there's been all this stuff about, like, how influential they were and how they basically, like, mainstreamed this pop-punk genre, um, which, you know, other bands had come before in sort of that, that sector, but they just blew it up. And it talks about how, like, you know, all these bands wouldn't even exist if not for Blink-182. I do like that style of music. So this is like right in my wheelhouse of what I would want to go to, given who the <laughs> Memorial Day weekend will probably be. But yeah, like the rates are going to be insane. The hotel rates are going to completely suck. I mean, I, I do have to say the, the good thing about the traditional music festival is it's midweek normally. Right. So it actually does 
drive people to the city in a way that this won't because the city was going to be at 100% occupancy anyway. So I don't I don't know what to get for this. I feel like the beach concerts lately have been on weekends. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, especially Memorial Day weekend. It just seems really strange to me. When Pink came, which I feel like was like the biggest concert they that ever was like had. A that, was, <laughs> that was midweek. Yeah, yeah. it's midweek. I don't know. I guess we'll hear more about this, see what the bands are that come in. It will probably be very big. I don't know if I even said the name of it. It's the adjacent festival. The AC in the middle of adjacent is like emphasize the edge AC and festival. Right. I get it. Right now, their website and their social media is just the logo and the dates, and that's it. No bands, nothing about Blink-182 or Paramore. But it would be cool if this is like an annual thing. It would be even better if it was an annual thing that wasn't on Memorial Day weekend. It would be better. Why can't they do Tuesday and Wednesday of Memorial Day week? That would be better. Yeah, I don't know. I guess people go to work. I mean, people who listen to Blink-182 are like our age. Uh, our so. age, yeah. No, that's true. Paramore, I don't know. They're probably only like three years younger than us. Take a day off if you want to go. You love Paramore, you love all these bands, and you want to go, right? I don't know. I feel like it's more rock-like than Blink-182 and Fall Out Boy, which is definitely, like, to me, more punk-like, pop-punk. Yeah. So, you mean Paramore is more rock-like? Yeah. So, Paramore now is, like, very poppy. Oh, is it? I haven't heard any of their stuff for 10 years. But I felt like it was, like, a rock band. I mean, I haven't listened to music in 10 years, literally. I've not <laughs> turned on Just... a radio station once. What? So. so you're not all excited for the 1975 album coming out on Friday? Come on, get with Don't the times. Don't know what you're talking about. The new Coheed album is amazing. You only listened to the Coheed albums from 10 years ago? Yes. Okay. I heard you went to a casino twice, maybe. Yes. So last weekend, I went to Horseshoe um, on Sunday because I went to the Ravens game when they played the Bills, which we're not going to talk about that because it was a bad game and it was bad weather and everything was bad about it. So moving right along, but before and after the Ravens game, I, I was at Horseshoe and I have to say it was fairly nice. So all the bad stuff I've, I've said about Horseshoe, I, I take back. I enjoyed my experience there. So what changed? What was different? The tables were open. That helps. That's the big one. I, I think. guess being before and after a Ravens game helps a lot with that. Yeah. I, I probably came three hours before game time or something because it's the lot fills up it's by the way if you want to park there it's right next to raven stadium so it's a hundred dollars if you do not have a diamond card and it is free if you do have a diamond card so it's a good place to park if you have a diamond card talk about value we'll talk a little bit more about the parking situation later <laughs> but anyway i went three hours early just to make sure i was got a spot i got a good spot i wanted to charge my car during it and i get one of the ev charger spots so very good so got to sit there and charge for eight hours or whatever played tiles basically the only thing i played beforehand like i said i was talking to the dealer a bunch about like what the situation is when the tables are open and he said the tables should open up pretty much every day at two for tiles in specific so i said i did not think that was the case <laughs> six months ago or whatever yeah. but it sounds like according to my dealer by at two o'clock the tiles tables should be open at horseshoe he told me right now it is the only casino in the state of Maryland that does tiles. They used to, certainly, at National Harbor. I haven't been there in years, though, so I cannot confirm or deny that. Certainly, they did not have it at Maryland Live. Yeah. But tiles was good. After that, I went downstairs to the food court where the pizza place is open, where I've eaten many times in the past, and it's very good. Uh, the only mild problem is it's two to one for comp dollars, so it's like 30 comp dollars for a pizza because it's $15, it's but two to one. Yeah. But I have infinite comp dollars pretty much, so it was fine. And the pizza is legitimately good. Oh, that's good. Uh, have you ever been? No, I don't think I've ever eaten anything at Horseshoe. Hmm. 
yeah, got a pizza from the food court. Uh, it was good. And then we got a free beer because of the Caesars Sportsbook app or something was doing a thing outside. Nice. So, you know, Dave showed up at 12 or whatever and we went to the Ravens game. And like I said, we're not going to talk about that. And so we came back after the game and the parking garage situation looked bad. So I decided to play for another hour or two. I played a little bit more tiles and played a bunch of video poker for a while. But I, I ended up leaving, trying to leave at around six, which was two hours after the game ended because it was a one o'clock game. But it still took me about an hour to get out of the garage, oh my even goodness. two hours after the game had already ended. Oh, and that's horrible. Let me tell you, the people that were in front of me that had probably been sitting there for an hour more than I had were not very happy campers. So <laughs> I have to say, if you park in that garage, you need to plan on playing for a while at Horseshoe afterwards, because let me tell you, it was not nice to get out of the garage. Here's the deal. They give you the free parking, <laughs> and then they just jam it up. They totally yeah, bottleneck they the exit, so that, that next time you go, they're like, you're going to play here for another four hours. All right. That's how they get you. It's. I mean, the problem is it's it's right on top of the stadium and like it has to dump you into russell street which is like the worst place to be dumped after a ravens game so. yeah because all the other parking lots are clearing out right onto russell street right correct yeah. so but i have to say the casino itself was was nice like it, getting out of the garage was was terrible but enjoyed my horseshoe experience so so that's a the big improvement a big change from last a big time. improvement i mean like i said having open tables makes a big difference than when you go and every table is closed we mentioned episode 85 and talking about trump plaza mm-hmm I went back and listened to the start of episode 85, and one of the things that we were talking about was Horseshoe. You had just gone to Horseshoe. Mm -hmm. You apparently were planning to play poker, and then got there and were like, nah, I'm just going to play tiles. So Yeah, yeah, smart. Always tiles at Horseshoe. And then there was some talk about you using like a diamond celebration dinner at Johnny Sanchez, which no longer exists. Johnny Sanchez was, was very good when it was there. I never went, but... And so I, I've eaten in that space. I've used many Diamond Celebration dinners in that space. Both, I think I used two when it was Johnny Sanchez and one when it was Giada. And now it's just nothing. Oh, Giada's gone? Yeah, Giada's wow. been gone for years. Terrible. Like, since before the pandemic, I think it closed. Huh. Can't keep restaurants open at yeah. the horse. It may have closed during the pandemic. I'm not sure, but it's been gone for a while. So, and we also said how much more we liked Horseshoe than Maryland Live. Mm -hmm. Are you back on the horseshoes better than Maryland Live bandwagon? or you... um, Having tiles is a big deal. Uh, I'd still say I think Maryland Live is probably a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. What about future casino plans? Should we talk about that? Yeah. Are we going to Atlantic City? I believe so. I think that's a good plan. I, think let's, I assume let's, so. Let's pencil it in. We'll have to figure out what train we want to take. Do you know when people are leaving on Sunday? I'd like to go fairly early in the morning, honestly, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't think people are leaving at, you know, 8.30. Uh -huh. But yeah, we'll figure that out. So the deal is, I think we mentioned this last, last episode, we're going to Philadelphia mm -hmm. October 21st, which is a Friday. Well, the plan was through the 24th, but then everybody else is dipping on the 23rd, Sunday. So can't miss work, man. Yes, you can't miss work. They love, they love work. Can't get enough of it. I mean, I can see the argument of like, do you really need three nights in Philadelphia? Which was my argument for going to AC. Exactly. So I was very like hemming and hawing about it. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I, you know, I'm obviously constantly looking at room rates and like, which room would I want to stay in? What are my old, my little itineraries? As you know, I do. And so at that point, I was like, obviously, I just want to go to AC like that. I'm not even thinking about what the possibilities are to do in Philadelphia at this point. So clearly, I've just made my mind up. So before we get to AC, which I know is what everybody wants to talk about. 
What are the odds that we get to a Philadelphia casino while we're in Philadelphia for two nights? Pretty good. I'm not sure. I, I Really? I would take the over on 0.5 casino trips. Okay. So Rivers is close to some other stuff. So I could see us ending up there. I doubt we'd end up at live because it's over by the stadiums. And especially if what might end up happening, which is there could be a Phillies game one of those days if they're in the, in the, AL, the NLCS. It could just be like chaos over there by the stadiums. Are the Eagles at home that weekend? I don't know. I want to say no. Yeah, I know they're, I think they're at home this weekend. So yeah, maybe not. One thing I found out about the Philadelphia casinos is they can give you free drinks. So that's one nice, that is nice thing that they have over the Maryland casinos. Although somehow, as long as there's a sports book promo, they can just be like, Oh, here's a free drink. Uh, the Eagles have a buy that week. So uh, I see. Wow. That's early. It feels like early for a buy, but. Here's a question for if we're going to go to a casino. I, d- I don't understand the situation. Is anyone driving yet? Have we figured that out? I feel like people have been like, yeah, I'll probably drive or whatever. I know Dave's taking the train. Yeah, Bam, I think, was definitely planning to drive. Well, he said that at some point, and then he said taking the train is fun. So I was getting some mixed signals. Yeah, we should confirm that. Why? Because you would drive if you... I think if if everyone's going to take the train, you know, we have a, I have a free parking at, at the Hyatt, so... Someone should drive, certainly, and it would right. be nice to have a, a car there if we want to all go to wherever, casino or... Here is Chester. What have you. Yeah. I've never been. Me neither. And it's somewhere I've always sort of wanted to go, given how integrated to the ecosystem I was and the fact I drive right by it when I go to Atlantic City every time, but... Oh, you do go by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't go right by it. I don't go up 95, but... So we'll see if we get to a Philly casino. That's very much, I think, depends on other people's preferences. Surely there's a casino that's on public transit, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It could happen. The Metro equivalent. Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. SEPTA? SEPTA? Yeah, that sounds right. We run an Atlantic City podcast. Surely tons of people from Philadelphia listen, and they're all just riveted by this bullshit talk. I know. So the Atlantic City question, if you don't drive, the plan would be to take the train, right? I looked at buses, and it seems like they're more expensive than the train, although they maybe could be a little bit faster, honestly. Yeah, although with the NJ Transit bus, like, it makes a lot of stops. I guess the train makes a lot of stops, too. Right. Uh, they both stop. I, it looks like it's eight stops total on the NJ Transit bus, which isn't that bad. But, I mean, it takes an hour and 45 minutes or something for the train, which is just insanity. Yeah, hour 40, I think. But the bus is like an hour and 30 minutes. It's an hour and a half. And yeah. you're on the bus, which is, is rough. Is there is there Wi-Fi on the train? No, on the NJ Transit? No. What do you need Wi-Fi for? Surely you have unlimited data. No. Mm. What am I going to be doing on the train? Your Duolingo. <laughs> that needs Wi-Fi. You can do it on your cellular data. How much cellular data do you have? It's $10 a gig, man. You can uh, hotspot to my, that for free. my cellular data. Oh, yeah. That, okay. Of course, I've been running through my head all the possibilities. So ideally, we're getting there, you know, early-ish afternoon, I guess. Worst case scenario, like mid-afternoon, which would be leave not a ton of time. I mean, I guess that would be the thing that would tank this whole thing is if a couple of our friends were like, oh, what? We weren't going to leave until four. That mm-hmm. wouldn't make any sense to go and get there at like seven. But thinking about where we're, we're going to stay We've got lots of places comped. You may have every single casino in Atlantic City comped. I don't know. I, I do not have Bally's comps, by the way. I never, yeah. never have Bally's comps. No, I don't have Bally's or Borgata. I'm sure I have every other casino in Atlantic City yeah. except for Bally's. I don't have Bally's, Borgata, or Resorts. 
And I have all the other six, I believe. So Caesars, Tropicana, Hard Rock, Ocean, Harris Golden Nugget. Yeah. So focusing on the boardwalk side, here's what I've come up with. No answers, only indecision, in case that's not clear. Mm-hmm. Caesars has the renovated Centurion Tower rooms. They're very nice. Location is very good. Yeah, I would say by far the most convenient location to the transit. For the train, yep. But otherwise, I'm just like struggling to come up with what's there that's good. The Asia Room? Yeah. They have your favorite $2 video poker machine. I do, I do like that machine, yes. Hell's Kitchen, that's open. They have reservations Ooh. available for that Sunday night. I hear that, you know, you're going to be struggling to use your Diamond Celebration Dinner, Greg. I don't know if they take it. What do you, I, They have to take it, right? I don't know. It's new and they might be like, no, screw you. You go to Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill over in the lobby. It's also an easy walk to Ducktown Tavern, Docks, other things, Wingcraft. A Rando's Italian Bakery? It, yes. <laughs> El Charo? El Charo. It's not actually that easy to walk to El Charo. It's pretty easy. So that's Caesars. So, but when I think about staying at Caesars, I'm a little bit like, eh, is, that fun? is that really fun, like staying at Caesars? Although I did really like the room last night. Here's my question. Like, what's better? That's what we'll talk. That's what we'll okay. All right. Out. All right. All right. Okay. Go so going the other, going south on the boardwalk, Tropicana. Tropicana sucks. Okay. <laughs> Next. So, so Tropicana, as much as I'm like, what do I really want to play at Caesars? Like tro- the idea of playing at Tropicana, I'm just like, like oh, it just like hurts my soul. Between the rooms and the casino? It's just the worst. The things that Tropicana has going for it, though. Proximity to the beer garden. Okay, yeah, that's true. I mean, last time we nearly died at the beer garden from the birds, but... Uh, not as much as we almost died at the yard from the flying picnic tables. <laughs> that, that is true. But Gilchrist opens at 6.30 in the morning. Presumably, we're going to have to be on some, like, 8 o'clock train back Yeah, to, I think to we'll have to be on an 8 o'clock train. Yep. So we could get Gilchrist... There's new restaurants to try, like Osu, which also takes the $100 celebration dinner. Wild Honey, which apparently does not, which seems weird. That may just be too new to be on the list. It might be worth looking into. Hash House Agogo is open. They supposedly open at 7, according to their website. But Tropicana's website says 8. So I don't know how much you can trust either of those things. That seems late for a breakfast place. but eight, When I saw 8, I was like, that's crazy. Like- for a there, are old, there are olds in Atlantic City. Like, they need to have their breakfast. <laughs> right. Like, there are probably people waiting there at 7 yeah. when it opens. 8, it, that's nuts. So, are any of these things outweighing the rooms no, and no, the casino? No. So, Trob is I, out. It is, it is a bit tempting, but, like, do they outweigh the casino and the rooms? No, absolutely not. Okay. And also, like, Beer Garden, if we want to go to right, Beer Garden, I just picture just myself in the casino, in the Caesars Casino and the Tropicana Casino, and it's... Night and day. I think it's night and dusk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Caesars isn't the greatest by any stretch, but it's quite a lot better than Tropicana. Hard Rock slash Resorts. Do you get Hard Rock comped? I think so. I usually do. I haven't checked, but I'm sure it's going to be comped for me on a Sunday, even though I haven't played there in three years, probably. So would you actually stay at Hard Rock? Or if I was staying at Hard Rock, would you stay at Resorts? I would probably stay at Resorts if you stayed at Hard Rock, I think. I just don't like playing at Hard Rock, really. And that's the problem. So Hard Rock ha- and Resorts, Resorts really, has proximity to the Orange Loop, mm-hmm. proximity to the Piccadilly Pub, mm-hmm. which presumably on a Sunday afternoon would be open. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe would have wings. We've tried and failed a couple of times to go to Cuzzy's Pizza in the Orange Loop. 
Yeah, yeah never had it. Also had be it. open on a Sunday night. Resorts has Duncan. Duncan is good. And that Duncan takes coupons, Craig, it which does. as we've talked about a lot is a, a big win right now. Yeah, you could be getting those mini bagel bites. <laughs> now I already used my coupon coffee. for that, as I told you. No, I haven't used mine yet. That was good. I just got a new coupon today for a free breakfast sandwich with a coffee or tea. Nice. They're just giving it away. I know. So we're not scratching that from the list yet, or are you still Caesars over all of this? I think I maybe have a slight preference for Caesars. Wow. But I could be talked into... It's just so convenient to the, the train station, I think. Yeah, I mean, the thing that really has me leaning more towards Caesars is that if we want to go up to the Orange Loop, it's totally fine. Yeah, walk. it's if right there. Want... And if we want to go to the beer garden, it's also right there. Yep. And if we want to go to Docks or whatever, or like El Charo or whatever, it's right there. It's really the, the location is the best. And then the last one I have on my list is Ocean. And I would say I probably prefer the casino floor a little bit over Caesars. I, I it agree. has very nice rooms. I don't care about burning my comps there at all, which is nice. What I need to do really is i'll check after the episode i think i've got like 30 to 50 dollars in comps maybe at ocean and resorts and i should probably use them uh interesting because i'm sure they're gonna expire if they if they haven't already Ooh, i wonder when my borgata comps expire i have a lot of borgata comps yeah i have i think i have like a hundred dollars of borgata comps yeah which i could use at maryland live presumably i think they've linked those systems by now but i'm not 100 percent not at Maryland Live at uh, no, at uh, National Harbor. Yes, yeah, I would be sad if I lost. I mean, I, I say a lot. Like people have thousands of dollars in comps. Yeah. I'm talking about like eighty. And bucks. when I when I say a lot for my Caesar's comps, it's yeah, no, nowhere near that. It's several hundred dollars. But uh, as far as dining at Ocean, though, I mean, breakfast like there's hot bagels and more close-ish. I guess that is good. But otherwise, there's nothing there that I'm excited about. I mean, I guess I would go to serendipity three and just get a giant sundae which i foolishly did not get the last time we went mm -hmm. and they have those ice cream sandwiches and you could do both in one day <laughs> i don't know how good you'd feel afterwards but yeah the train has bathrooms so it's probably fine for the throwing up in <laughs> or you know whatever yeah it's true oh my, my train to philly i didn't mention i'm going out of moynihan train hall on friday so yeah, got to get those lounge vouchers. Yeah, get bring them, and then we're gonna we're gonna probably use the other one in Philly, right? Me and you, because we'll both be waiting maybe yeah. uh, a couple Two hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, we could just leave the station and uh, go. I hear them. that the lounge at at Moynihan is very nice, but the only downside is alcohol is not free there. But everything else should be free. All the what? food and no alcoholic alcohol. drinks and everything. Interesting. And you can you can pay for alcohol. But so say we have ten to twelve hours in Atlantic City. It seems like we're leaning towards Caesars. Is that right? Uh, maybe, but I could be talked into staying at resorts or Hard Rock or whatever, Ocean. Oh, or Ocean, wow. I could probably not be talked into staying at Trop. Okay, we can scratch that off the list. I think Ocean would be kind of a hard sell for me, just because of the lack of proximity to everything else, but... Yeah, resorts is certainly the best, I think, out of those three, for me, personally. I mean, Ocean is very walkable to the Lucky Snake, <laughs> so... That's true. I, I didn't con I didn't consider that you were actually going to be spending all 15 of your hours in Atlantic City at the Lucky Snake. Yeah, so say we have, like, what, 12 waking hours in Atlantic City? 14? It's not going to be a ton. Oh, it's going to be less than that. Waking hours? Yeah. If we get mean, there at for two, me, it's, it's going to be less than that, anyway. You'll have, you say you have 2 to, like, 10.30, and then you wake up at 6, and you've got until 8. But that's going to be, like, packing and showering. And oh, that's, that's a good point. Walking to the train station, <laughs> especially if we're on North Boardwalk. Yeah, that adds a lot of time. 
Like there's not going to be time even for, for me in the morning, I think for playing or anything. And I wake up at six thirty anyway, every day. So, so Sunday only. Yeah. What are we doing with our like six hours? On <laughs> Hopefully more than that. But what are we doing with our time? I, I think there's not going to be too much to do on Sunday in Philly and we can leave maybe early-ish. I don't know. I mean, I figure we'll walk the boardwalk. Oh, we should go to, decent. yeah, we should go to a bar or something. I'm sure I'll probably want to watch the Ravens game somewhere. I hear that they probably have sports bars in Atlantic City, though, so it should be doable. I mean, that's using up like four of your hours. I know, it, it does, but we need to check out some bars. I have down the seed because they keep posting stuff. <sighs> I just don't think it's going to happen realistically. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to go again sometime, but this just doesn't really seem like... It's not the right trip for it. It's Especially, it's, it's easier, certainly, when one of us like me, has a car. It's pretty walkable from Showboat. Uh, sure. <laughs> you can go from the Lucky yes. Snake to the Seed and back to the Lucky Snake. Awesome. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know that I'm going to try to get to the Lucky Snake. I, I'm positive you'll go to the Lucky Snake, yes. Any other thoughts on this Atlantic City trip? I mean, when I go to bed at 10, there's going to be nothing else for you to do. That's a good point, which is a mark in favor of staying at Ocean or Hard Rock, because <laughs> exactly. then I can go either to the Hard Rock Center Bar and stiff the bartender or go to the Lucky Snake and play some coin pusher games. I just want to say I'm not waking you up in the morning, so if you miss the train, so be it. Yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world to miss the train. You just move your train to a later time. There and... was, after my bachelor party, there was the day me and my one of my other buddies had like a 6 a.m. flight out of Vegas or whatever, yeah. and I was like 99.9% .9 sure he was going to miss that flight. But... <laughs> I called him a bunch, and he eventually picked up, like, 45 minutes before boarding or whatever. But he made it. It's good. Mm -hmm. We're also staying at, like, the Hard Rock. We were at the Hard Rock, which is right there. Yeah. But, but still. So here's the thing about this whole episode that we've just done. Mm -hmm. I came into this 95% sure that we were going to Atlantic City, and now you've totally talked me out of it. What? Not really talked me out of it. The The amount of time, I'm like, ooh, we, we really don't have that much time. But I will stay up until, like, 2 in the morning. Right. Yeah. You'll have plenty of time. I won't have that much time because I'll probably go to sleep early, but I'll be happy with it anyway. That's true. I mean, if we want, we can definitely stay in Philly on Sunday night. We probably should. Well, do we even really need to decide soonish? Probably not. Hotels tonight. Get a room. I don't even know if that's still a thing. We won't have another episode before then, though. So it'll be a huge surprise. I would <laughs> say, like, it's at least 90% that we're going to Atlantic City. I assume so. I Maybe 80, but... When do you think we will know? Do you think it's going to be before or after we arrive in Philadelphia? No, before. You think? It'll stress me out too much to uh, get there and not know. I could add another night to our room in Philadelphia. I don't think it would be that hard to do like a day or two before. So like when we arrive, if we need to. So Yeah, we need to talk to our friends. We need to figure out who's going when. I mean, it's possible everybody's out of town by nine in the morning. Yeah, if they're all going to stay in Philly until four and then also be upset if we leave it like eight then. oh they would in case that's not clear <laughs> let's let's find that out are there any of them cool carpooling like i don't know oh, dave's taking know. the train yeah so i don't know what bem and andy are doing we should have figured this out before we talked about this whole thing on the episode but yeah. that's not our style nope anyway it should be good no matter what we do if we end up going to atlantic city or if we just check out some philly casinos well there will be a trip report we will go to a casino on this trip it's a plan. It's a plan. It's not a concrete plan at all. We will go to a casino or two or three or probably not more than three. That would be too much. In Atlantic City, you don't think we can hit all nine casinos? <laughs> I don't I don't think we would, no. We should wrap this thing up. 
All right. So if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt. Are you still checking if we're getting shirt orders, Craig? We haven't gotten any. Do for a win.com. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin or send Craig questions and we may even answer them on air unless Craig forgets, which he certainly has because I know he's written stuff down that he needs to answer. I didn't forget. I just haven't done the work to be able to answer them. Uh, those questions go to do for one at gmail.com. So any last words? I was on the other side of midnight with Frank Morano hmm? on October 6th at three thirty in the morning. You can find that by searching for the other side of midnight in any sort of podcast service and looking for the October 6th episode. I will be somewhere in the like two hour and 20 minutes in something like that. Uh, talking about Atlantic city it was good to be on the show again. So go check that out in podcast form if you did not set your alarm and wake up for it, which I know you did. I did. So, yeah, you're good. But also go back and listen again because you, you need the hits. I literally drove and stayed overnight within the range of whatever station in New York to be able to listen in the morning. Oh, it gets, it's all the way down there. You can listen to it down in Maryland. Okay. That's what I did. Then. It, I listened it, to it from yeah. my house. Then. <laughs> sure. I'm convinced. Yes. All right. So two weeks we'll see what happens yeah we'll we'll find out there will be a trip report who knows where it will be from who knows what we will have done but there should be a trip report 80 percent ac 20 percent yeah. or both yeah or we'll all get nuked <laughs> wow what an ending You know what's like the most shocking thing about this this document here? What? That we're like fairly consistent with our time between episodes, except for 2017 when we were just like machines in a full two days faster than any other year between episodes. Like, yeah, that's the hell were we doing that year? Thirty episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Do we have nothing going on? Like you had a kid in 2017. Yeah. <laughs>